What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. You can hit us up at Building Our PWR. Um, if you'd like to be a part of the work that we're doing in the community, you can do so. Link is in the description if you'd like to donate. And if you'd like to join us in person, the link is in the description. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, something. We're going to be defining the term. We're going to be finding the term of reactionary because I swear every time we get on the Twitters, every other tweet is some damn leftist saying something is reactionary. So we wanted to get an understanding. Like maybe we are using the term wrong and maybe I think everybody else is using the term wrong. So we looked it up and we're going to talk about it and we're going to explain, you know, what really is reactionary. Yeah, so um, I'm actually going to start us off here with a story that I saw on Twitter this week. Um, which brought us to the conversation about being reactionary. So, uh, there was a tweet this week on Twitter. Somebody said, just saw a girl on TikTok talking about her $20 per hour summer job. And all the comments are like, are you redistributing all that wealth? Then she said, communist who is trying to unionize their siblings to get more allowance. Oh, you make $20 an hour? Why aren't you using more of that to help the marginalized? Somebody ended up commenting on it and stated, and I quote, Redistribution of wages is such a reactionary anti-worker position. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. Yes. Yes. So, uh, of course, the person goes on and says, People struggling to grasp this, demanding workers split their wages, is attacking your own class. Workers are not the problem, and this will literally solve nothing. We should be redistributing private property, not wages. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Gabby? Did you have a story this week as well? Now, I'm sure y'all have all seen by this time that Anne Frank thing that was... That was a ridiculous conversation that was blown out of proportion. Uh, that was started. Let's let's keep the let's keep it a book. That was started because a black trans woman called out white trans people and said they have white privilege, and that if when the cops come along, they get they get attacked first because not only are they trans but they are black. And so then somebody went around and said, "Oh yes, tell that to Anne Frank. Did Anne Frank have white privilege? Some white person said that." And then it turned into this whole thing. But because of that, ooh, some of these folks then showed their ass. Some of these queer white leftists then showed their everlasting racist asses. Because now, apparently, talking about white privilege, <laughs> that's reactionary now. They said that was reactionary. That's reactionary. Also, <laughs> talking about cultural appropriation. That's reactionary. So I was like, well, all these things are reactionary. Whoa, maybe I'm getting something wrong. I know, I was thinking that too. I was like, maybe I'm just not understanding what the word is. Like, maybe maybe me and you have been using it incorrectly this whole time. Reactionary is a right-wing political ideology that favors reaction, especially extreme conservatism or rightism in politics and opposition to political change. Reactionism emphasizes the return of a previous social or political state, supporting a return to the, quote, good old days. 
In 19th century Europe, the reactionary class included the clergy, aristocracy, royal families, and royalists who believed that the national government was the sole domain of the Catholic Church and the state. So in layman's term, reactionaries and reactionism is a political ideology that is like, let's go back to the traditional ways. It's, it's like the fascism stuff. Literally. Let's go back to the traditional ways. Let's do un- undo all these social changes that have happened, and let's go back to the more oppressive, even though stuff is still oppressive, and sometimes it has gone reactionary and been more oppressive. But let's go back to the good old days, the 50s, when there was so much misogyny that the women couldn't get their own bank account and there was segregation and black people couldn't talk and and all this other stuff. Let's go back to that. Okay, so if that is the definition of reactionary, what in the world does that have to do with giving your money away to help somebody? How is is redistribution of wealth reactionary? I can't... My brain, like, I don't know, like, knowing that definition... I cannot figure out how you would how you would make that comparison. Like how how could a conservative person think that? A conservative person would never think that. A conservative person's ideology would be let's all of us keep our money and in individualism. Exactly. So it's conservatism. Reactionary is conservatism essentially. To the extremes. Uh so for you to say redistribution of wealth or redistribution of money from the rich to the poor, from the people who have excess wealth to the poor. That that's progressivism. That's past. That's extreme left is what that is. Because even liberals aren't going to have that ideology. Exactly. So that's not reactionism. Now the other thing that you had um, experienced, that well, I didn't experience, read, but I read. well that you had read on Twitter, <laughs> talking about white. Uh, privilege right. is reactionary now. Okay, so let's let's go back to the let's go back to the structure, the definition. When when has America wanted us to talk about the white supremacy and white privilege? Never. Okay. So what what are they talking about? I just this is not <laughs> this is what I think it is. I think people on Twitter have now found the new word. Yeah, <laughs> and it's they're just gonna. Apply it to whatever they want to apply to. Um, it's become what did somebody say? That's become reactionary has become the woke woke word yeah. for the leftist. Correct. So anytime somebody is talking about something that's challenging, make making white people uncomfortable, it's reactionary. Baby, you're the reactionary person. You don't want things that you don't want to have these uncomfortable conversations. You don't want to have to deal. With your own shit and realize that you do have privilege in this world. Yes, shit is tough for you. But shit is tougher for others. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You would not want to You would not want to be in my spot. So, I don't understand why we can't have those conversations. And then, I think this all goes back to that conversation of what is the goal, guys? What, what are y'all fighting for? Literally. What are y'all reading these books for? What are y'all getting this knowledge for? What They're are you quote-unquote organizing for? It's, a, it's role play. Let me tell you, because the person that I had that interaction with, the person who said that um, redistribution of wealth is reactionary, their name on Twitter was a no to the Bolshevik people, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution, and they said that they were a Marxist. I do not think in any sense of the way that these people on Twitter are serious, like you say. 
These people are not serious. This is a role play for them. This is a joke. This is something that they can, and, and we, we've talked about this, but this is something that they can write a paper about yeah. at college. This is something that they can say, well, this was a college thing, and so now that it's over, I, I don't have to worry about it no more. What that white man said on that video. What, this was what an, academic, an academic experiment. Yes, an academic experiment. That's exactly what it was. That's what it is, you folks. And, and cultural appropriation, guys. Cultural appropriation is reactionary. Cultural appropriation... When the people, the originators of the culture, the people that are in the culture, the people that are immersed in culture, tell others, yes, you're not going to not only partake. Not, it's not even always about partaking. You're not going to profit and exploit our experience and our culture to make money and we receive none of the profit from that exploitation. How is that reactionary? Reactionaryism is cultural appropriation. Oh, there's no such thing. I should be able to dibble here. I should be able to dabble here. You can't tell me what to do. I will be a colonizer. So really what's going on, guys, is these folks just flat out racist. These folks just flat out bigots. And uh, they want to shut this shit down. They want to shut any type of... Any type of conversation about anything. They want to talk about structures, but they don't want to talk about white supremacy. They want to talk about structures, but they don't want to talk about the intersections of poverty and race. That's why these people are class reductionists. And we need to define that later on, maybe in a different episode. But that's why these people are class reductionists. Because they are, they're going to tell you, oh, race doesn't matter. Race doesn't make any difference. Race doesn't... We shouldn't even be worried about that. We cannot be together if we, we need a red and brown alliance. We need this, we need that. When the truth of the matter is, these two things intersect. And they are very much interchange like they it, at some point or another you're going to look at race and class and you're going to say wow they they are literally the same that's why there's a term racial capitalism right that, but that's the thing people don't know history and and people will think that you know speaking and harping on the voices of black people and indigenous people is somehow you know diverting from the main issue but like you said for black and indigenous people our existence, I'll say this every time, we literally were brought here to stay, not even in the working class, the slave class, yep. then the, the working class, and the lumping proletariat, and that's literally our place in society. So if you're not addressing that first, yep, y'all going straight to the middle class. And that's the point. That's the point. Gabby, that is the point. That's what they want. They want to go to the middle class. That's why you have all those liberals talking about, oh, Joe Biden is hurting the middle class. They're hurting the middle class. They're doing this with the middle class. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about your middle class ass? If if there's a middle class, that means that there's a lower class. What are you doing for them? What difference does it make if you're having a hard time? If there's a lower class that's having an even worse time? Nope, you can't talk about that because then it's oppression Olympics. My God. Oppression Olympics. Talking about your situation and talking about how your experience may be different from others. And, and it may be unique and it needs to be addressed in such a way and not in a generalization. You have literally. to learn about that type of stuff. But I mean... It really, I'm glad we learned that. So now I would know, 
I'll be able to filter it through that lens, and I'll know who's about some bullshit. So, is there anything else you want to talk about regarding that? Yeah, I wanted to kind of give some examples so that you guys can also, um, you guys can see it on Twitter. Because now that I've read through this stuff, I'm like, oh, half of these people, majority of these people on Twitter who even have a, a thought to say are reactionaries. They're literally conservatives. They don't give a fuck about people. So, um, here is six examples of reactionary politics. Um, there's populism. So, for example, Ronald Reagan in the 1980s when his uh, campaign slogan was Make America Great Again, which only goes right back to, guess what, Donald Trump. Reactionary. Uh, economy promises to undo economic change, such as restoring growth to an old industry that is in decline, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, what he was doing right-wingers, they do that all the time. Talking about the coal miners. The coal miners, the factories, things like that. Systems, a strategy of trying to revert systems to some older state. Um, The reactionary, or the word reactionary stems from the French reactionnaire that was used to describe late 18th century efforts to restore the monarchy after the French Revolution. Culture goes to undo changes to culture. Culture emerges and can't be directly controlled. As such, these goals are difficult or impossible to achieve. For example, a politician who promises to restore family values. I know we've all heard some politicians say, I'm for family values or I'm this with the family. Like you've always heard that. I'm sure Joe Biden even said it. Um... Another example for social, it's common for reactionaries to claim that society is in a state of decline and decay and that they can reverse this process. For example, they may propose harsh laws to reduce crime that is perceived as a recent phenomenon. So, for example, all of these liberals, all these Democrats, all of these right-wingers who say things like, oh, we just need to increase police budget in order for us to reduce crime. Yeah, that's a reactionary. Um, Technology, one criticism of reactionism is that it embraces a fast-paced technology change and economic growth, but natively expects the culture and society can remain unchanged by these forces. So then this thing that I'm reading through, it does go over certain examples like what's the difference between reactionary conservative, reactionary liberal, etc., etc., um, and I'll make sure to link this below because it, it does break it down really simply and it doesn't give like a, a bunch of jargon and words that you have to understand. So, um, but yeah, anything else you want to add? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, guys, just we're going to do a couple more episodes on this where we like to find the little terms and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, you can just get caught up in the okadoke and people start talking and you just... It, it it just gets nasty. It gets nasty, and people use this language to coat their own bigotry yeah. and to to keep these structures intact. Yeah, these white supremacist structures intact. These classist structures intact on the sly, but still be seen as revolutionary. Still be seen as uh, a a leftist or whatever. Somehow or another, a redistribution of wealth is reactionary. You can say that and be a leftist. Yeah. So, uh, something else we want to talk about real quick, guys, is, uh, <laughs> you know, we've been trying to think about, you know, what is the strategy that these Dems going to be putting out for the midterms? One of our friends on Twitter, uh, I don't know if they want to shout them out, so I'm not going to do it. 
uh, posted an article about uh, from the Washington Post about this lady who apparently studies all these cultures and studies these countries and civil wars. And guess what, guys? She said a civil war is coming soon. She said she looked at the trends. She talked to everybody. She's seen everything. And there's about to be a civil war. You go into those Twitter, into that Twitter thread. Nothing but scared liberals. They scared shitless, them white people. <laughs> they are so afraid. And that's the ticket right there. That's the ticket. So, listen out to this. This lady said the main points. She said, yeah, you know, a lot of times you know a civil war is about to start when governments uh, start being less democratic. And they start uh, being more authoritarian. Okay? Okay. She said, you know, I do it on a scale. Oh, gosh. Positive 10 being the most democratic you could be. And then it goes down, I think, to negative six. So she was like, you know, some of them are really, really bad. Some countries like Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, they're they're so undemocratic. They're in the negatives. But America, Sweden, UK, those are tens. Those are positives. No, no. Tens when it comes to democracy. But now, all of a sudden, something happened. 2016, now we we like at a five. I don't know what exactly happened that she thinks. But now we're not democratic anymore. That's really, really sad. And so she said because of that, the fascists and stuff is starting to rise up. And now it's going to be a civil war because they got their guns and stuff. So we should be afraid. She said that her her daddy lived in Germany during the World War II. I love this part. Okay. And so he moved to America. He moved to America and became a Republican. A lifelong Republican. He became a lifelong Republican, right? 1958. Think about that. Think about what was going on in 1958. He, <laughs> a lifetime Republican. Came from Germany. Okay. During World War II. And so he uh, he saw Donald Trump and he was, he was in tears. <laughs> he saw Donald Trump and was about to pass out. That man said, oh no, this is too familiar. This is too familiar to Nazi Germany. The guy had Ronald Reagan posters in his, in his room. Donald Trump literally just copied and said what Ronald Reagan had been saying at the same time. Literally. He literally yeah. just stole Ronald Reagan's whole thing. He's even stole, I, we literally just talked about it. He literally stole Ronald Reagan's campaign slogan. Even. Make America Red Again. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh if my. anything, uh, Trump was a little less bad than Ronald Reagan. But anyway. We say all because, this. Because the dad was so afraid, she was like, oh, I have to look into this. I have to look into this. Because if my racist-ass dad is scared, then something must really be wrong. <laughs> okay, so then she read the thing, and now it's going to be a civil war. And uh, what I'm saying is, guys, this is the next thing. You know, I noticed that this year, uh, a lot of talk and a lot of press from the media has been given to the Proud Boys and uh, all these uh, militia groups that have been brewing for a long time. Militia groups have been around for a very long time. Proud Boys, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, and they're starting to attack people, and they're starting to harass people and stuff like that. But I just noticed that the media is kind of ramping it up, and uh, I feel like it's only going to be ramped up even more to scare people to go to the polls because they know ain't nobody finna go out to them polls. Right. I want to Ain't nobody stutting them polls. Kind of condense that because you said all of that, right? You said all of that to say 
that Gabby and I are going to be taking a look at current historical events or current events that end up happening up until the um, election because, you know, midterms are coming up. So what these people have to do is they have to force people some way or another to get to the polls. They have to scare people to get to these polls. So we've kind of combined or made a list of things that we think is like a, a sign for them to push people to the polls. This, the way that they are making fascists seem horrible, terrible, talking about fascists more often. Like, we've been talking about fascists for literally, like, decades. Leftists have. Anarchists have, right? Um, but the way they are doing it, this is a way for them to push more liberal or those so-called socialists, whatever, democratic socialists, um, to the polls so that they can vote during the midterms for Democrats. Yeah, I think even CPUSA had put something out that was like the only way we're going to fight fascism is at the polls or something like that. Like, right. it, it's really nasty. Uh, we we uh, predicted that one. I also predict that they're going to let Brittany Griner out a little bit closer to the midterms to, to do a little push and bump. Uh, I just feel like that, that's personally. don't. Uh, that, that's not the law or nothing. That's just what I feel. Because, you know, they got to pull out all the punches. But I just think it's really, it's, it's hilarious in the fact that these people literally don't care. These people don't care about nobody, don't care about nothing. That man lived through segregation. All them racist-ass politicians. Ronald Reagan destroyed the black community. Nixon destroyed the black community. Clinton, HW, W, all of that. But now the, 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 the president, he... He talks funny, and he isn't as eloquent. So now I'm scared. And that's really all that this America stuff is about. That's really the only reason that a lot of these people, I think now, are trying to like be like leftist or progressive or whatever. Because they feel like they're scared for a second. But as soon as something happens and we get a little bit of stability, all the people are going to be gone. Yeah. And all the people are going to be gone just like... We talked about because all these people think that this is an academic exercise. They think it's a joke. They think they they've never had to experience shit in their lives. There's no shared experience with them throughout their entire lives, throughout their families' lives. The only thing that's shared within their own families' lives is whiteness and racism. Yeah, but yeah, so. That's just something we wanted to to put out there. Just be on the lookout. Um, and if you have any suggestions as to what we should add to our list as of uh, what they're going to... Definition, gonna, yeah. <laughs> as to what kind of definitions that we need to define, please, please just put it in the comments. Uh, like and subscribe to us because we really do love talking to you guys. Um, and we love it when you guys comment on our, on our stuff. We get real happy and have a lot of smiles, so... That is true. Also, guys, just encouraging you, you know, just uh, if you have the funds, you know, we would hate to be reactionary. But if you have the <laughs> funds, you know, just just uh, it's encouraging you to just get out there and, and talk to people and, and start forming bonds with people and and just just help each other out, guys. That's really all we can say every single time we get on this damn episode. Because as we say all the time, we are all we have. We're trying to build power. The only way we build power is through community. The only way you build community is through actually getting out there and meeting people. Yep. So, that's all we can say. That's it. You want to wrap this up? Yep. All right, guys. This has been Building Our PWR. You can hit us up on all our social media channels with that handle. 
Um, if you would like to donate to what we got going on, you can do so. Link is in the description. And if you'd like to do come with us in person, you can do so. Link is in the description. This has been Gabby. KT. And this has been Building Our Power.